Get off. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast is presented by Mossy Oak Camouflage because everything is better in Bottomland. And Lucky Duck Premium Decoys, Masters of Deception. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's going on, boys? Golly, feels good to be back. I know it does. (laughs) Hear that music, this is like, ah, soul soothing. For the... (laughs) For the world up there, like out there, like so much has changed. I mean, one of y'all is a dad, and one of you has literally had your back broken. Yeah, I mean, it's true, <laughs> and we're not telling you which. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been an interesting Amazing. three weeks. Yeah, feel- the only thing that's only thing really that's changed for me in the last three weeks is I've gained a few pounds. That's I, about it. I, hey, uh, if if for what it's worth, well, no, I wouldn't trade you. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Spence, no, I've I'm done good. both. If it makes you feel any better, Spence, you got your first driver now. That's changed in the last several weeks. Oh gosh, you know, that's true. Yeah, a valid point. I tried. I've been trying to forget about that. We were, we but, were yeah. sitting there when when her um, she was she got a car for her birthday. Maddie did, and we were sitting there when it was getting delivered. And I put my arm around Spence. I said, Spence, this is kind of a moment. He kind of huh? I said, well. <laughs> Your first child, 16, you know, she's getting a car. He kind of just looked at me like, no. <laughs> That's not what this represents. It's like, it's a moment, man. Oh, There's but, always uh, that guy in the crowd that likes to point out the perspective. Yeah. Well, uh, congratulations, Rob. I mean, that's probably the biggest life event. I mean, Ben's going to get better. But you, you've entertained, a, you, you've entertained a, uh, like a lifelong uh, yeah, new hobby. I'm, ter- I'm terminally a dad, that's for sure. Um, Congratulations, yeah, Pop. Man, I appreciate it. She's good. and um, I'll have to say, I'm not being biased, but I think she's a beautiful child. Pretty cute looking girl. It's, it's, it's fun. That's she's healthy. That's how you know you're related. Yeah. They all look like aliens, Ben. They're not cute until they get to be about five. I don't know. I was kind of expecting that. I was just like, yeah, you know, so, they all kind of look like a baby, you know, from Seinfeld. They're all staring in that crib. Oh, it's a baby. It's a baby. <laughs> well, it was funny. So when I was going, um, when when it was like, okay, it's time. Let's, let's go have this baby. Um, as I'm going into the hospital, Denver. Uh, hold Den- on. Let's pause. Let's. Liz. I, yeah, Liz. <laughs> Listen, I was very much engaged. Let's just say, I was I was a part of the process. I didn't do the pushing, but I was there. I saw some things. <laughs> but what yeah. I was saying is, when I was when I was going into the hospital, or when Liz and I were, uh, Denver Hall, who is a listener of the podcast, a friend of mine. Got, we met him at the golf tournament because he's a oh, listener, yeah. and he said, and he came to the the tournament, and uh, I saw him coming out. Because they had just had their baby. No way. And he looked just beleaguered and exhausted. And it was both <laughs> it was both encouraging to see him and kind of like a, 
That's going to be me in two days. Basically, yeah, Good luck, man. Shoot, that, basically, that's the way you've looked for three and a half weeks. I mean. I did. I, did. I, I walked into Spence's <laughs> office the other day. What did you say to me, Spence? I was just like, yeah, all right. He was like, I think, yeah, yeah, I think. So why? And I said, man, you're, you're just, your eyes look glassy. I mean, you just, your hair's disheveled. I don't know. You just. You, you just don't look okay. <laughs> oh, we're playing hurt, man, but we're we're doing well. Um, but so so Ben, yeah, going fishing anytime soon? I don't know that I'm going fishing ever again. <laughs> okay, so I, Ben, we I've talked to you, you know, by text a couple times and briefly on the phone, but what the hell happened? <laughs> well, so what happened was uh, I went down to Destin. I went down on a Thursday night after work, so I got in at about 3 o'clock in the morning. The next morning okay. at 6, we were going to go out fishing on Dale's boat, and um, there was probably five or six of us that were going to go. And uh, we had chartered a captain to take us to some new spots just because we weren't as familiar with the area and just kind of mm-hmm. wanted somebody that knew to <laughs> get us there and get us back, you know. And uh, we were heading out about – we left house about 6.30, caught some bait, and we're heading out. Um, and uh, we, it really wasn't, I mean, the probably three or five-foot seas. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And yeah. it got a little choppy in one spot, and we were just going. And it. What, the, what kind of boat does Dale have? This one is a, I think it's like a 38-foot uh, center console fountain boat. Okay. So it's it's okay. a it's a sizable boat. I mean, built for this type of stuff. And so anyway, one spot the waves get pretty choppy, and I really honestly don't know what happened because all of a sudden the bottom of the boat just bot just dropped, and I was sitting kind of near the front, not not in the bow, but like near like the console part. Mm-hmm. And the front, the like the bench, like the bench seat right in front of the console, just a little bit off to the side of that. So okay. it, boat dropped. And I'm basically sitting in the same spot in the air, and then all of a sudden the boat just shot up and just cracked my back in half. Oh and gosh! I just I I'm land I landed on the floor of the boat, kind of on all fours, and you know the the breath is knocked out of me. I don't even really I haven't even processed what's going on, but I try to stand up and I can't. And oh. Dale's Dale's with me. He's like, it's all right, man. It's just a stinger. We're okay. And I'm like. I, I mean, I'm. This one's I, different. I, I, no, I said I've had stingers before in boats. This is not that. Like I think I broke my back. And he's like, No, no, no. He's just trying to like get my head out of that space, you know. And I was like, No, I think I think this is this is this is broke, man. Like we, I hate to be that guy, but we have to go back. And uh, that is a perfect time to be that guy. Let's just <laughs> for for folks at home well, listening. Was, that is the time well, to be you know, that guy. Hindsight being it's not like you have to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, so, uh, you know, we were about 10 miles off the, co- off, you know, eight, five to eight miles off, I guess. And I tell you what, man, the boat ride back was. Oh, I can't imagine. Brutal. Worst. And I'm sitting there talking to the captain. And I'm just like trying to like put my thumbs down, trying to get him to go slower. And he's like, look, son. He's like, we're just going to take us an hour to get back if we idle. He's like, I got to get you back. Yeah. Did they sit you up in the seat, or they lay you I, over? How'd I couldn't you get... even do that. What happened was I was trying to—I laid flat on the bottom of the boat, and the it was floor, just slapping and your... it was just slapping me. And I was like, "All right, this isn't working." Plus, it was so hot in the floor. I was like, "I'm yeah. about to puke." 
So what I did was, mm. you know, that bench in front of the console that a lot of those boats have. Uh-huh. I had to crawl to it, and I just draped my stomach in my my midsection on top of the bench and the oh, rest of me God. on the ground because that's the only place that didn't hurt. And um, I guess that caused enough enough stretch in your back. It or was just, just it was just enough relief to keep everything in line that it wasn't just just radiating pain. And when I'm talking about pain, I'm uh, thinking like. The worst thing you've ever thought about, like, plus some. I mean, it was just unbearable. I couldn't even breathe. It was so hard. But uh, so then Dale's talking to me. He's like, I think we need an ambulance. I'm like, no, I think I'm all right. You know, I can do this. And he's, like, sitting there, like, chuckling at me. He goes, how are we going to get you out of this boat? He's like, you can't stand up. We can't pick you up. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know what you I don't know how you think we're getting getting you out of this. Yeah. I'm just in so much pain. He's like, I think what he's like, what do you think? And I'm just like. Get the chopper. And I was like, I looked at Dale. like a. And, and for those that don't know Dale, he's like a F three fifty, like yeah. a, almost like a semi truck. Like Dale's not throwing you over his shoulder and climbing out of a deep. Uh, <laughs> no, deep he, I tell you like, what, though, if it came down to it, he'd figure it out. But <laughs> he'd get pretty agile if he needed to. Oh, oh yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd figure it out. I'm just saying, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> but uh, oh uh, man, car. <laughs> yeah. So he kept ta- he kept asking me about the ambulance thing, and I'm just trying to like breathe and just like not think about like how am I going to get to a duck blind in a wheelchair? And like, how am I going to, how am I going to tell my family? Cause I, I don't even think my parents knew I was in Destin. It was just one of those things that since we moved, we just hadn't talked, you know, the same yeah, way. And, yeah. You know, so I had, you know, but anyway, so I, uh, I just told him today, I was like, I, I'm not trying to, trying to be short or anything. I was like, but I can't think about anything right now. If you think we need an ambulance, call it. Yeah. <laughs> so we get back to the dock about 40 minutes later and I'm just draped over this seat and I'm just thinking as I'm coming in because I can I recognize the houses like I'm getting we're getting close and I was like man I was like the yeah. first thing Kayla's gonna see is me draped over this thing near lifeless and yeah. she is just gonna not take this well and yeah. I, I couldn't you know so then they all these guys, the EMTs and all the firefighters and they got in the boat and they had like this really interesting like scoop gurney so they could put uh-huh. the frame around me, and then they had like these, like these flaps that they could push up underneath me to collect me. So they used that to get me to. Because this is the a front. fairly common injury down there. This type well, of thing. I found that out. That's yeah. a pretty common thing. But it's... all right, all right. So hold on just a second. You're, you're a doctor. You're a veterinarian. Yeah. Okay. You're you're coming in, and you're at what point are you pretty sure your back's broke? Like when it happened. And you can't feel your toes. I could feel my toes. I could wiggle them. The scary part was on the way in when we hit stuff, like they would start tingling. Which so you could feel compression I, on your spine, basically, like, is what you're saying. That and I, I, that and I knew that I couldn't go from like I was bent over at 45 degrees from my body, and I could not get. I didn't have. You couldn't. You, could so not, you couldn't control your muscles enough to straighten. Nope. And you also couldn't no pick way. up your legs. I mean, you could move your toes and stuff. Yeah, but, you but there like was move not. Your legs. Yeah, I could move them, but Ooh. it wasn't a lot. Of, it wasn't a lot. I knew it wasn't. You know, but was were you? I mean, not to. Golly, that just takes my breath away. Uh, were you? Were you scared? Yeah. Yeah. But it was one of those <laughs> things where it's like if you've ever known fear like that, it was so, you were so afraid that like. It's just like it's like one of those feelings, like when you're so cold, you're not cold anymore. 
You know yeah. what I mean? That's so, what. That's why I asked that question. I mean, yeah. were you were you able to? I mean, that you probably weren't really able to think through uh-uh. ramifications and stuff because the pain was so intense. I mean, until, it was it was, it was later. Oh yeah, it was that. And then you know, I did have thoughts of like, well, you know, of course, work and what's this going to be like, and what about you know, how am I going to be able to hunt and you know what you know if I am paralyzed like I've seen those really cool like tank like wheelchairs I wonder how much those are like yeah you know, like, but I mean you're literally thinking about am I going to be able to stand up like leaking oh I, mean, I was just yeah. like it, my ability to walk was just like in doubt yeah for a second yeah I was thought that was it so they, <laughs> and so they I, the first thing I thought about too was. uh when we kind of got back to the boat, and then I, I could just, I, I couldn't even, my eyes, I couldn't even open my eyes. Like it just hurt, and like I felt Kayla touch me, and I knew it was her. I yeah. didn't have to know, and <laughs> in my head, I was like, "Well, here's that whole in sickness and in health part, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting, yeah. getting put to God the test God. again." I was like, "I hope she's okay with pushing me around for a while," but. Mm. uh you know, so anyway, we get into the ambulance, and I'm so shocky they can't even get an IV catheter in me. And they're like, "Man, you're really dehydrated." I was like, "No, I'm just really shocky." And so they're in there digging around. They finally get it. <laughs> they gave me a bag of fluids in about a 10 minute drive to the air to to the hospital, the first hospital. Uh, Did you not just pee all over yourself? No, I was that dry. Like I didn't. Oh like, wow! I was that dry and that shocky. I probably didn't go for the first day. Like just that, you know. You know. What is? What do you mean by shocky? That's a doctor term yeah, that I'm not so familiar with. When you go into shock, all of your your body goes into just I've got to preserve heart rate, I've got to preserve blood pressure, I've got to preserve your internal organ function. It's like when Black Betty goes in limp mode. Yeah. Like when you put yeah. gas in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, There's no body, way listen, hold on just a second. There's no way Black Betty has ever been through anything as grueling as what you're describing. So she's yeah. tough. She's a tough old, but she's not had to do this. Okay, yeah. I'm over. Here. I'm yeah. over here with tears in my eyes, just imagining. Uh, I mean, I've I've not been through that kind of pain, but I have been through those kind of life changing fears, you yeah. know. And yeah. so I'm just, yeah. gosh, you're. Mm. Yeah. And uh, let's don't compare this to Black Betty. She's just, yeah, you're right. But, so we get loaded up and. You know, I I will say this. God's hand was on me Mm -hmm. entirely. And uh, the EMTs, paramedics, firefighters, there wasn't a nicer soul that could have been put in my path. There was Mm. one guy that uh, Dale and I still joke about it and laugh about it. He gets in the boat with me, and he's like, you know, can you feel your toes? Yes, I can feel my toes. Can you wiggle them for me? I wiggle them for me. Can you push against me? I pushed against them with my feet. And he's like, okay. And he's like, do you have any of this? No. Do you have any of that? No. Do you have any back pain? Do you have any neck pain? And I looked and rolled over at him, and I said, if I didn't have any back pain, there wouldn't be much use for you right now, would there? <laughs> and Dale's over at the front doubled over and he's like, Yeah, he's got his humor. He's got his sense of humor. He's still fine. He's gonna be all right. Well and the guy starts laughing, goes, sorry. And I said, No, nah, no, those are just the questions you ask. Just running down the list. <laughs> he said, So back pain is like, Yes. Little yeah, bit. A little bit, a little bit. So But so you get to the hospital. So we get to the hospital and I'm just like laid out like I can't even get comfortable. Because like where the where the pain is, and at this point I don't know it's broken for sure, but where the pain is is right where your back naturally hinges. 
Yeah, like so, where you, where all your weight would be. Yeah, so like when you I, lay down, I had yeah. to get him. I tried to get him to like lay the bed up at forty five degrees. I had him lay me down. So I figured out that if we split the difference there, that it was tolerable. Well, not to mention because of the room situation down there, you were in the hallway. Yeah, no, because all the COVID stuff down there is no joke, man. Like, yeah, like, so they didn't I have didn't, a bed. For I them. didn't have a room until the second hospital I went to, and. Then I was like in a room, and they're like, "All right, we got surgery in an hour." And I was like, "Oh, oh okay." But yeah, so and first- this all transpired. Sorry to interrupt, but this all transpired between like six in the morning on Friday to <laughs> six that night. Six that night. Yeah. And so I'm texting Ben while he's while he's while he's banged up because I called Kayla just to be like, "Hey, I don't know what's going on, but we're here for you. Thanks for being there. You know that kind of thing." I'm just like, "We got fingers and toes. Cool. Okay. Now we'll just deal with the rest." Oh yeah. But and then Ben, Ben, and then and then she hands the phone to Ben, and I was like, "Hey, it's like, I hear you're banged up, bud." <laughs> so yeah, just to kind of make it mm. a little, make it a little, <laughs> a little levity, little levity there. Yeah, yeah, and but yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in the hallway where Kayla's sitting on the foot of my bed, and people <laughs> she, are walking past us, and girl. I'm mad, like wanting to get down, like drive down there and like find a hospital room." But <laughs> yeah, but uh, draw up some euthanasia solution, and be like, "All right, guys, we got to clear some." Yeah, make some room here. Yeah, triage, triage. Come <laughs> on, let's go. I, that's what I I'd have taken it too, man. But uh so anyway, they rushed me. I mean the crazy thing was they got me there and you know, they triaged me immediately and the guy, you know, did his rundown, he said, This is what we're worried about and I said, No, nah, me too. So they put me in the C T and they said that you do have a burst fracture of T twelve. And burst fractures are just when that anytime there's severe compression there's so much force and so much compression that you just crush that vertebra and just yeah. smash it. And I mm-hmm. have so I've much seen the image. compression yeah. in my spinal cord, in my column there, that the T12 was about 40% the size of the rest of them. And just mashed it. And so he said, so what he said, the problem is, he said, you either need surgery or you're going to be in a back brace for a long time. And we just don't know which one yet. We've got to send you to the trauma center in Fort Walton. So I was like, okay. So gear up, go to the other hospital, get triage there. Same. How same did they get you there? Ambulance. Like I took two ambulance rides, and I cannot wait to see what those suckers cost. <laughs> this thing God, so like this old ninety eight, old Highway ninety eight from Destin to Fort Walton. Yep, yep. And I tell you oh what, man. Gosh. All the traffic and all the potholes. You'll, you felt every one Every bump, man. God. Every bump. And uh, so we get there, the second place, and I'm met by three doctors, which I have always, <laughs> which you can always take is not a good sign. You got yeah, multiple three, doctors. <laughs> three doctors standing there. I got a neurologist, the main attending uh, ER clinician, and um, I, I think it was a resident. I'm not, or, I'm not sure which, but... So I had three of them with me. And they're kind of going over everything, and they've got me at this point. They're like, "What's your at what pain? point? At what point? Were, at what point did you say, uh, which one of y'all has done this before?'" Like, <laughs> no, I, like, I did. I did. What's up? Could the resident it? please step aside? Yeah. And sit yeah. Down. No, the the funny Why? part was the the <laughs> neurosurgeon and I developed an interesting relationship throughout the day, and uh, he was he was kind of a just a no nonsense like just stone. Cold, just that's who who you want working on brains and spinal cord. And I was exactly that. So throughout the day, I'm cutting up with this guy, 
And uh, a couple of the nurses are looking at me like, what do you think of Dr. Converse? And that was his name. And uh, I said, you know what? That's the guy you want touching your spinal cord. Yeah, that guy. exactly right. <laughs> Ice like, water in his veins. Yeah. So anyway, they stick me in, you know, in an MRI tube. And Which they, you love tight spaces. Oh, uh, well, at that point, I, I, they said, do you have a problem with tight spaces? I said, I don't have problems with tight spaces, but that's not just a tight space. Like, that is <laughs> – like that is claustrophobic enveloping. I was like, that's not just tight, like tight spaces. Like you at a concert, that's not tight. How do you feel about sedation? Yeah. And I, I did tell him, I was like, look, I'm in, ex- in an extreme amount of pain. I've not had pain meds in two hours in like four hours. Like, can I get something beforehand? And so they hopped me up pretty good. So I just laid there and just didn't move for 45 minutes and they scanned top to bottom and just all this other stuff. And the whole time I'm in that tube, I'm like, I just don't find something else. Like, yeah. I don't want this to be like the, oh, wow, you broke your back, and, you know, the only kidney you have, you got, like, some cancer on it or something. I yeah. Like, just mm-hmm. don't find anything else. Yeah, because like, fun this... fact, Ben was born with only one kidney. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just let this be the only thing that's wrong, so let's address this and then move forward from here. Mm. So, mm. you know, they, 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 looked, they read it, and they came back, and the guy told me, he said, look, you've got severe, you know, burst fractures. Like, the, there's actually bone in your spinal canal. Um, you know, he, and he kind of went back and forth. He's like, surgery is the best option. Back brace is possible. But if you do the back brace, he's like, you'll never be able to stand up straight. He's like, you'll be kind of a hunchback for the rest of your life. And at 34 hearing that, I'm just like, that's no, we're not doing that. I said, you're, I was like, if this is your child, what are you doing? And he's like, surgery. I said, good, book it. Yeah. And he's like, okay. He's like, we'll get you set up. And he's like, we'll, uh, we'll roll back at five. So. Mm -hmm. From about two o'clock to five o'clock, you, you just had just a lot of time to think and reflect and just get worried about and kind of plan. But you know, when you've got at this point, I don't even know who who knows how many people know. Kayla's been on the phone for hours, and yeah, you know, and and you got all of Fayette County. Yeah, Lee. And the funny thing was, uh, like, I've always been a big believer in prayer, but. When you've got that many people praying specifically for you, mm-hmm. the blanket of protection that is around you, the comfort is oh, it's indescribable. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here, just cool as the neurosurgeon, because I'm just like, well, I mean, here's the deal: we knew what the worst case was. The worst case has been realized, and there's a there's there's a fix for this. Yeah. And yeah. all right, let's just get this going, and we'll worry about the rest after that. And um, so we, you know, time, hours elapsed. They come get me, and Kayla goes down to the kind of prep with me, um, and we're meeting the anesthesiologist, and we're talking about stuff, and found out I was a vet, and he was asking me all these questions about, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're going to use propofol on you. Do you. Are you okay with that? And I was like, heck, yeah. And yeah, he's like, good stuff. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I use it all the time. I was like, it's great. And he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, what do you use for all this stuff? I was like, well. You know, I use like co-inductions of ketamine and propofol and he's like, Oh yeah, really? He's like, Yeah, and I was like, oh, I love it for this and for that and we were talking all this, you know, jargon and stuff. And, and then Dr. Converse walks in and goes, Enough of that. He, yeah. He he walks in and I see him at the foot of my bed and I was like, All right, it's you and he's like just stone cold. Doesn't even was, smile at No, you. he's just kinda of looking at me, kinda of gives me like this like little head nod type thing and I was like, All right, let's do this and so Mm. I looked at him. I was like, all right, so you're the man that's going to fix me. He's like, yes, sir. I was like, all right, let's do it. And the next thing I know, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. 
yeah. in my hospital bed, just mm. like, like I think I would have rather been hit by a truck. Jeez. And you know, it was just it felt worse. I, I mean, it was. Oh man, it was. It was a lot. Well, now you got to add in that because you got a pretty handsome scar on your back now. Oh, I've got a scar on my back that's about 16 inches long. Yeah, he, I saw so that. Go ahead. When you, when you woke up the next morning, just the pain, is that what you're saying? Oh, God. like you did hit by a truck. Yeah, that and then like the day. And then they'd come in and get you up every couple hours to get you moving and all this stuff. And yeah. It got to day you two. Got, I'm sure you've got swelling. And, oh, God, yeah. I mean, and all, it, the, all oh, the pain oh, from surgery. All of it. And then they get to day two, <laughs> and they're like – all right, we got to get you moving and get you walking. And so I'm taking laps in the hall with my walker. And, you know, they're just kind of letting you go. And then they're like, all right, well, we need to turn around now. And I'm like, oh, it's not a circle? <laughs> I was like, I kept walking because I thought I was going to find my room again. So then I overdid it and got real painful. And, you know, it was it was just, oh. But I mm. will say this, um, out of all of this, I've never been more impressed with nurses the technicians, the anybody, you know, everybody we ran into was just top notch. That's awesome. I mean, mm. it was really good. I don't like being a patient, but if I have to be a patient, I would be their patient yeah. any day. Those of are the week. folks you want taken oh, care of. Yeah. Man, they were just great. And uh, my in laws, man, they have been just class act. I mean, when I got when I got back, you know, when I was finally at the point of discharge, you know, they had a chair like waiting for you. They had a chair that would <laughs> actually pick itself up and lift me straight up, like mm. waiting for me. And then they also had one delivered to my house, so that when I got back to Williston, I would I wouldn't have to figure out how to go from like that to sitting where my where my hind end is below my knees. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was ready and, you know, all this crazy stuff was ready and, you know, it was, mm. it was great. Now the ultimate curveball to all of this was that my primary caretaker, my wife, you know, was at the same, you know, on that Monday and Tuesday. So I left the hospital Monday and she'd had a headache since Friday. Oh gosh. Yeah. And just, you know, we kind of chalked it up to this stress and not sleeping and not eating and just not drinking enough water and all this stuff, but it kept going and. You know, since she's kind of gotten, you know, she hadn't had migraine in two years. And we all were just kind of mm. thinking it was a little weird. So she goes to a minute clinic, and then she tests positive for COVID. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so she's in the I don't o- guess I knew that. Yeah, so she's in the other room. I'm in another room, and my in-laws and my brother-in-law are upstairs. And I am finally sort of getting to a point where I can take care of myself, but the ultimate motivating factor is now I have to. Uh, yeah. And she slept for like five or six days. And, you know, then the following week we come home and thank the Lord above, like she was finally at a point where she could be up and not just worn out. Cause the day before she was just like, I knew when we were supposed to leave, but I was like, man, if she doesn't like get any better, like I'm going to have to drive home. Yeah. You know, because at this point, I'm actually doing better than she is as far as alertness. Jeez. And I was just like, well, yeah, it's been it? a pretty crazy it's week and a half. It's been weeks. a bizarre three weeks, man. Because all this happened, too. So, Fran was born on Tuesday. 
Yeah, P.S. I'm sorry about stealing her thunder. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you jerk. We had one moment. No. Yeah, sorry. So, like, Fran was born on Tuesday, and then Ben um, gets hurt on Friday morning. And so mom and dad were planning on coming to see, see Fran for the first time on Friday morning. So they still came, but it was, like, this crazy mix of, like, being really excited about Fran and then also being incredibly worried about uh, <laughs> worried about Ben. Because yeah. at that point, we didn't know if he had to have surgery. It was, like, in the afternoon. So he didn't have surgery till that night. Yeah. So it was this crazy combination of emotions and feelings and all the rest of it. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway. Man, you know, I, was, I told your brother on, uh, on that – I guess it was on Saturday. It was after after surgery. Um, man, you know, we we think we're in control, don't we, Ben? <laughs> the I mean, funny thing we, is, and I, I yeah, the yes, and that's just blasphemy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, and, it, it, it. We we live in we live in especially as men and you know, you know, autonomous, self employed people. We live in this. Yeah. kind of this this bubble that uh, of totally miss uh, uh you know totally misjudging who's in control and what's going on around us thinking that we live in this sort of shroud of like like I'm in control of my world and it's mm-hmm. about me and it's you know I make my own money and I pay my own bills and I you know it's I, I everything kind of revolves around us and um man I, I you know Rob and I were just talking on on that Saturday about how something like this that just makes you realize how fragile you are. Oh, and yeah. I mean, even if even if it doesn't happen to us, to me or to to Rob, we watch you watch it happen to somebody like you, and you just go, "Holy, holy shit!" I mean, how many times have I sat in that same spot in a boat? Oh, yeah. I mean, just two weeks before, I was in that same spot in an almost identical boat. I mean, and you just you just it it's a you know, it shouldn't give us fear necessarily, but man, what a sobering drink of, of, uh, reality to just kind of think about how frail we are as yeah. humans. We think we're invincible. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you do. And that, trust me, all of those thoughts crossed my mind laying yeah. on my back in the hallway. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and then the uh, other positive stuff that comes out of it too, cause mom was kind of asking one of those questions. You know, you kind of do the why thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've and, gone through the whole spectrum of yeah. just anger and frustration frustration, and, and feeling like I was robbed. and Yeah, or what good comes out of this. And, and, you know, then I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, I was not robbed. I was temporarily inconvenienced because I can still walk. Yep. I'm not paralyzed. Nope. I'm not dead. Because here's, here's the other caveat to this. I almost got pitched out of the boat. Well, that's what... And the deal was, if I couldn't stand up, there's no way I could have tread water. No, somebody could have grabbed you, but that would have probably done more damage than the yeah. incident itself. Yeah. It's so, like when the football player gets hurt and somebody tries to pick him up off the ground. Yeah. It's like... And, you know, there are a couple of things I'm just really grateful for. One, that that wasn't that. You didn't go in the water. But that my brother-in-law and my father-in-law were not driving. Because... Yeah, they would have really thought they were responsible. Especially Dalton. I was really glad that if anybody... You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, you know, how are you going to... Tell a 16-year-old that, hey, buddy, like, yeah, you were driving, but this isn't your fault. Yeah. So, I was so grateful for that. But the, the other thing Ooh. is, too, you have all these people in Fayette County and all over the place praying for you. Oh, and man. They probably were praying harder and more earnestly than they have maybe in a long time. And that's, I tell you, for, that's a good I'll thing, be, too. I, this will be my confession harder than I have for a while. Oh, yeah, you can count <laughs> on it, buddy. You know, but. So there's, there's a silver lining. I mean, you're here. And we're here. I understand Ooh. that. 
we're here. Maybe duck season shut down at least till the yeah, end of January. I, my neurologist, when I got back into town, he he told me that uh, hunting is done for this year. Well, I'll is, tell you what they. I'll tell you they they they. I, I'm a guy who's been told that before too. Okay, mm-hmm. but they the doctors told me that, and and uh, what they mean then is that you can't shoot a gun. Yeah. Oh, I, dude, I'm going. <laughs> So, so let's, let's be honest. What I told my doctor when he said that was he could take both mines and I still kill some ducks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't have to be the trigger man to yeah. cause them to die. Yeah. Heck well, yeah. no, and, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of how I'm looking at it is, you know, I'm, I'm still going to go and I've got a dog yeah. that loves to go probably more than I do actually. Count on it. So she's going and I'll just have to take a nice soft boat ride in. Yeah, but mm. you know that's fine. Yeah, because you and I were talking about it, and I said, you know, if I just have to go to help you in and out of the blind, and that's it, like I'm pretty happy doing that. Yeah, and you know the funny thing too, and I've done this for the last couple, you know, I've noticed that following surgery, like I actually I kind of talk differently because I can't, mm. I, I don't Take know, a deep breath. I, I can't, and I don't know if it's just my body yep. getting used to all this hardware in my back. Yeah, you get to I keep all know. that hardware, don't oh, you? Yeah, this you don't have to return that? No. Okay. No, no, That's I pretty it. sharp. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be with me for <laughs> forever. I was already joking with my in-laws. It's like, well, when we go to travel, I guess we should probably get in line about 30 minutes earlier so I can explain to them what's <laughs> going on with me. You want to see my scar? No, nah, man. Shoot, you'll, you'll, you won't have to explain anything. You'll just have a little card, and they'll, like, put you in the priority line, and then you won't even have to go through the metal detector. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> that gummit. I go, through the, I go through the search line. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, um, man, 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 I, I'm, I mean, gosh, I, I'm so sorry, but so grateful at the yeah, same time. Absolutely. I mean, just that you're okay. Me too. Uh, I just, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, got this new farm out here and I've been just geeked about getting in the woods and, you know, getting the deer stands up and checking camp. Now I can't do that. I've been, I have been cruising very slowly around in the ranger that's caught some pretty hateful eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but I need to do something. I'm losing my mind. And, uh, you know, I just, in some ways, it kind of puts things into, a lot of things into perspective. You sure but, don't take it for yep. granted. Golly, man. Uh-oh. Is, uh, are you, are, are, what's your, um, what are you hoping to do as far as work goes and practicing? Do you so, have any idea what? I'm going to be out for the next month. And I start rehab this week. So I'm going to try to get in Good. three days a week for the next month and get back to work. Now, the doctor told me, he's like, you're going to be at greatly diminished function. Um, yeah. But you'll still be able to, you know, do things. He's like, you don't need to pick up, any, you know, anything more than 15 pounds for a while. Yeah, that's and, what you have technicians for. Well, and I, I kind of talked to my boss and I said, look, dude, it was like, you know, I've kind of been like the young back for a long time. Well, now my back's a lot older than yours. And, yeah. you know, I told him, I said, I'm not trying to act like I'm getting out of anything. I said, but from now on, I am the brains of this of my operation and not the brawn. <laughs> and that's just going to have to be how I'm, that is. I'm not wrestling dogs. I said, uh-uh. It's not, you know, that idiot dog that wants a toenail trim. Screw it. Yeah. Like, you know, that $10 for what that is. And for the <laughs> amount of time, I was like, no way. And I was like, yeah. well, I don't care who I make mad. Like, if, that's, if you're going to be that short-sighted, I don't want you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just, you know. But you know, it's just. But well, you've had a lot it. of people 
help out here and oh, I've got people, people pitching that, in. And yeah, I've got people that, you know, are just like, hey, we know you want to, you know, you're working on these plots. We'll come over and first weekend of September, we'll put them in for you. And I was like, You've been putting okay. in plots for you yeah, and so, spraying your field and cutting your grass. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just been pretty cool. Bizarrely humbling. Sure. To mm-hmm. say the very least. You got some good friends, man. I do. I'm very blessed. Very blessed. Mm-mm-mm. No doubt. Amazing. And the cool thing is, I've been able, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff, obviously, and the one thing that I know is going to be therapeutic to me, the first thing I wanted to do was get outside, you know? Yeah. And just Mm -hmm. be in nature and just, just where I'm always been comfortable and just get out. And I'm looking forward to that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad you're okay. We definitely worried about you and prayed for you. And, um, I, you know, it's a, it's good for all of us to just kind of take a deep breath and realize that, uh, you know, we're not in control of every moment. It's a big world around us and we're fragile and you can't live scared, no. but you also shouldn't live with your, you know, with blinders on and think that, you know, nothing could ever happen to you. And so it's a, no it's one a, is immune. You're, you're, yeah, you're, and you're, you're fortunate at a young age to be able to, go into just sort of that's a life-changing event that you'll never you know you'll never look at the rest of your life the same way yeah it's kind of a bcad kind of moment yeah exactly (laughs) it's a it it really is i mean it's a it's a it's a life-changing and it's you know i i i don't i my situation with my eye was not nearly as traumatic as what you're going through it was more long and drawn out and so it wasn't kind of a short uh stretch of painful both mentally and physically an event like you'd but when you come out on the back side of that it, it changes the way you look at everything it's yeah. your perspective about life yeah. just changes it's well, just and, different and I, yeah absolutely and I, I was telling Caleb and, and go ahead good I was just gonna say that um there are people around you that will you know you'll say that too and they'll they'll nod and say yeah yeah that's that's all people don't understand and 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 it it just it changes you. It changes who you are. Changes the way you think about things. And I guess where I was going with that statement is, you. I believe that you'll look back and you'll think that that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. It'll change the way that you, you raise your kids. It'll change the way you interact with your wife. You know, you just you, yeah. the the in a weird. I'm not saying that these sort of things happen. You know, just so that something else happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be yeah. fatalistic here, but. But one of the blessings in the lining of this whole thing is, is your perspective will forever shift, mm-hmm. and um, and you, you'll you'll look back and go, man, I, I'm I'm thankful that I, you know, just had to reckon with how frail I am and how fragile I am and how, how mm-hmm. precious and brief life is, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm sorry you went through that pain, but there's a part of me that just is kind of smiling in my heart because you there, there'll be things that happen the rest of your life that uh they'll be different because of what you went through so anyways i'm glad you're okay buddy thanks bud so what well, are you Rob, doing give us the- <laughs> <laughs> give no, us i mean that's, the- that's real stuff i mean that's awesome um <laughs> i need a second too <laughs> 
give us a report on something a little more happy. Like, are you not <laughs> sleeping at night? Is your, <laughs> I hope that your kid's filling up every diaper you buy and keeping you awake all night long. <laughs> La- listen, she is. It looks a lot better than what you described the other day. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, she she is, and um, it, it's been good. I, I've gotten to see, um, you know, there's a reason why women are the ones who have these babies because oh, yeah. they're a whole lot tougher. I kind of joked with Liz. And I said, you know, so can we get this straight? This was like we were in labor and delivery. She had like literally just had the baby. And I was just kind of laughing. I said, let me tell you something. You call me to kill your spiders and you can do that? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm calling you to kill my spiders. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're the tough one here. And, uh, you know, anyway, it was it was, it was was awesome. It was fun to be a part of that. And But, yeah, Fran's been good. She's growing. She's getting big. And, um yeah, she's keeping us up for sure. We're, we're kind of dividing and conquering. I kind of have like the 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. shift, give her a bottle, put her down. I'm like the king of swaddles, though. Swaddles is like. Oh, if that's your handiwork, that's pretty good. That's like the number one. It's like, <laughs> what can Rob do? Rob can change diapers and swaddle. I'm like, I'm your guy. That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, you know, um, I, I have giggled several times in my mind about knowing that you're awake because <laughs> – one of the first interchanges you and I had in a work capacity, you overslept and didn't show up to a morning hunt. And, this uh, is true. I, I mean, I, I am routinely getting text messages back from Rob at like five thirty and 6 AM. I know <laughs> during, during August is not natural. This is true. Normally, I've gotten a lot of dark satisfaction out of the fact that you're awake. <laughs> cause, cause Spence gets up early and then you, and then Spence, you'll text me at like four thirty AM about Did something he? like on your mind. And a lot of times I won't see it till I get up. But like you said, you know, you'll text me, and then, like, you'll see the bubble <laughs> pop up right away. <laughs> Every time I just grin, and I think, yep, I remember when uh, <laughs> old boy couldn't get out of bed for a paying gig. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I have a hard time living that one down. But, but it, well, it, it's okay. You got to know where you come from, you know? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. But, no, it's been, it's been really, really rewarding, and it's fun. I mean, we kind of are in that stage of – you know, like, what does this baby do? <laughs> I know this mm-hmm. is a little silly of me to say, but like, no, but you're just learning. And what do we do? Yeah. What does that mean? Exactly. I mean, the dog or Ellie comes up to her every now and then and kind of tries to get her to like, she kind of like startles at her because she wants to see if like she'll get the zoomies too and run around. And uh, we're just not there. But no, the dog's been awesome. Liz has been great. It's been fun. So, you know, just day by day trying to kind of get prepared to get everything in a good place for when the season starts and when we go to Canada and everything like that. Just trying to get all that. Trying to put yeah. up, store away earthly treasures now, I guess, as you could say. Yeah, well, for when the season just take starts. it moment, mo- moment by moment, man. Hey, you know, next you, thing you, you know, they'll be driving. That's exactly right. <laughs> you're, you're, I, yeah. That, yes, that's exactly right. Well, that's I been, mean, your refrain the whole time, Spence, is just like soak it up. Because when I was I was texting you like right after she was born, and you're like, you know, take every chance you can to hold hold them, sing to them, just stare at them. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, and that's you I, got to man. It just life just goes by so dang fast, and I yeah. feel like an old man saying it, but man, you just, I mean, I feel like it was yesterday that you know I was rocking Maddie and. <laughs> Whew, it just it just goes so stinking fast, man. Yeah. Just, 
perspective. Mm. I mean, and I've also been really encouraged by all the men who have daughters who've reached out and have just been so encouraging and also just excited about like between you and Boozer and everybody else who've just reached out and, and said stuff about, you know, you don't, don't feel like you're going to break them by taking them out in the woods. You know, it's like, don't, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to baby them. They're tough and they'll have fun and they'll just want to be with you. And, you know, just little advice here and there from people has just been really well, as the, as the gray headed guy in this conversation, sure. um, I, I'll give you a little piece of advice. I'll take every uh, bit I can get, <laughs> man. You know, having a little girl is just scares the crap out of you. You think about everything that, you've done wrong to women in your life and thought, you know, and just like sure. it's such a stark contrast from, from being a, uh, to, from being a man to being a dad, you know, mm-hmm. of a girl and, and your mind, I mean, I know that your mind goes there, but you can't help, but think a couple things like, you know, I just don't want to raise a little girl with daddy issues, you know? Sure. And, and, and then you think things like, I just want to be the best dad. You know, and you, and so you, you, you kind of, your mind can't help but go to how do I do this well? You know, how do I, yeah. how do I raise a good kid? And, and, I, you know, the advice that I want to give you is that there's no, there's no manual. They don't, they don't tell you how to do this and you're going to do it wrong. You can't do it right. Even if you followed all the instructions, you can't do it right. Mm-hmm. The one thing you can do the, about the only thing you can do is just be there and just don't give up. And, uh, I mean, that sounds so simple, <laughs> man. Y'all got me all up in my feelings today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. <laughs> um, but seriously, I mean, just be there for your yeah. kids. Um, absolutely. They don't need, you know, <laughs> whew, you're going to have to go do some editing on all this. <laughs> oh, mercy. I, got, I got you, buddy. <laughs> they don't, um, they don't need dad to solve all the problems. They don't need dad to uh, give them all the perfect advice. What they need is dad to just be there. And uh, I can say from the outside looking in, you've always done uh, that. Well, you know, you don't see everything on the inside, so I hadn't always done that right. Um, but I, I just remember thinking. Um, I'm a terrible talker and crier at the same time. <laughs> I'm telling anybody's good at that. Uh, I, 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 remember, <laughs> I remember thinking through all this stuff, and I remember talking to friends, and, you know, and I remember feeling so much pressure because my dad was just like this giant a hero person. That, uh, <clears throat> and I remember a friend telling me, he was like, man, you know, you're, you're going about this the wrong way. You're thinking about, like, a strategy. Like, how do I do X, Y, Z? How do I be? And what you're thinking in your mind is like, how do I go down in history as being the greatest dad ever? You know, or how do I, you know, you're thinking like a strategy, like winning a football game or, 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 mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're thinking about how to execute. And that's parenting is not about executing. If parenting is literally about being present and, mm-hmm. and, and being present means a whole lot of things, but it means being emotionally connected to them so that when you're disciplined, you're not, you know, you're not just, you know, crushing them kind of thing and uh, killing their spirit, but you're, it's a relationship. And so it's like, just literally try to remember your whole dad career. I just got to be here. I got to be yeah. present when I'm here. I need to not be thinking about where I'm going to hunt in the morning or how I'm going to get X, Y, Z done at work. Like 
mentally it's a skill to be able to, to tap out and tap in, you know, to, to them and ask them how their day was. Dude, I do that stuff so poorly. Like, I'm sure in y'all's mind you think, oh, you're a rock star, you know, you're, you're the best dad ever, but whatever, you know, it, it appearances are one thing. <laughs> you know, you know a different story behind closed doors. But so you're never going to do it right. My my charge to you, my, my encouragement to you is just try to try. just be present. Yeah, keep trying. Try to be it. present and don't give up. I mean, because it, it that's that's the difference between kids who turn out all right mm. and kids who who spend the rest of their life dealing with parent issues. Literally, I mean, yeah. people. There's a whole industry of people who make a career being psychologist explaining what your issues are with your parents and and it's it's it you can just divide it down the middle like those people that kid he had a parent who's present who's there who tried i mean that, yeah. that's uh we overcomplicate it you know <laughs> yeah and then i forget who it was i don't know if it was you or kirk or michael or adam but um they said that the way kids spell love is t-i-m-e Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, exactly right. And I, it might have been you. I'm sorry if I'm not attributing that right, but that was just no, one me. of those. That was just one of those things, and it's just time, and that matters. And yeah, so but like I said, like between you and everybody else, just being so encouraging about all that, it's just a really good. I mean, perspective. I mean, golly, think about how much all of our perspectives <laughs> have shifted in the last three weeks. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. Just again, just really grateful for that, and humbled by the whole. Humbled by the whole mm-hmm. shooting match, as you'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, that's exactly right. So that, that's that's been exciting. And then, I mean, obviously, I mean, it feels weird to even, even talk about hunting in this podcast at this point <laughs> just because we've been hitting such good <laughs> things. But, you know, next week, I mean, we're on the heels of uh, – or not on the heels. Ah. We're, like, we're here. I mean, this is the best time. I mean, I've said it before. This is the greatest this time is, of the year. This is. I mean, so Ben and I always talk about how – and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way or like this, like September is the kickoff of really everything. to the year because you've got dove season mm-hmm. starting. You've got nuisance goose. You've got people up in North Dakota or people out doing other stuff. You've got a speckle belly season in there in Arkansas. And then you've got, yep. and then you've got college football starting and people are back in mm-hmm. school. And it's just like this real, like it's just a taste and you got teal, but there's like, it's just a taste in September. That That's is right. just enough to carry you to November or, or you know, <laughs> Or carry you to wherever else you're going, but it's awesome. Yeah, oh, so no, man, yeah. So you're are you, are we gonna hunt some geese next week, Spence? That's the plan. I've got to get home and find them. Uh, I've been I was in San Antonio last week and or Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I guess, and then Sunday we drove to Fort Worth, and so we're doing knocking out a couple of the five group shows, Sports Inc. and NBS. Um, nice. So they've had. They've had six days to go and hide. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would recommend that they remain Continue hidden if they to want loaf. to stay alive. <laughs> no, no kidding. I mean, Ben had been watching. Ben had been watching some geese, and then they're landing in my backyard. Yeah, I mean, they've just been like landing in his pond for three weeks. Oh no, probably yeah. five or six. And now five or six gone. weeks. Yeah, they're gone. And then you know, I come out. I'm telling you what, I was out kind of just like I said, bumping around in the ranger the other day. And those geese have eaten every bit of clover that was yeah. in that field. And we're only talking not, fifty to a hundred geese. Maybe. Can you imagine what ten thousand geese no. does no. to crops? Every goose needs to die. Well, there. You, well, the other thing you got going though is you got army worms. So the army worms are eating more of that clover than the geese are. 
Yeah. And the geese are eating the army worms. No well, they, kidding. They can come back. Yeah. I mean, there's just that's what nothing. The, that's, that's what the, like, that's why they're in my yard right now, or that's why they've been in my yard and why they've been, you know, in, in pastures and stuff is because in the, kind of in the life cycle of, of uh, you know, the, the, how critters, you know, the, the, the boom, what do they call it, the food the boom, chain, yeah, you know. The boom bus cycle. <laughs> the, yeah, well, the, the you know, that those those birds are, you know, in August is the time they don't have a ton of food, and good Lord made it so that, that all those army worms hatch, you know, and it, it happens every year. And so you get them on a pattern where you think you got them, and then right around September 1st, people start shelling corn, and the army worms disappear, and, the you know, the pattern shifts. It's mm-hmm. just... So, well, I've been licking uh, my chops for a couple of weeks thinking this is going to be great. And then I went through my thing and I was like, well, heck, I can still sit on the back porch, drink coffee and watch birds fall. That'll be good for my yeah. soul. And then Rob texted me last night and I said, buddy, I hadn't seen him in three days. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. <laughs> said, yeah. We'll find them. Yeah. We'll find I them. hope you do. We'll find them. I think I, I never really think about, and I, and I know they do, but I just don't think about waterfowl eating as many invertebrates as they do and i know yeah. they eat a ton i've seen mallards in pictures of mallards eating fish bass yeah there's this one picture yeah. i don't know who took it but i saw them choking down on like a small large right. jeez well just don't ever don't ever forget about critters, critters. their stomach's a pretty strong pretty strong motivator yeah and what they'll do what they'll do when they're full versus what they'll do when they're starving two totally different things mm. so just just because a mallard duck doesn't prefer a minnow doesn't mean he won't eat it when he's not hungry. I mean, when he's hungry. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? No doubt. So. No doubt. <laughs> All right, so you've got the it show. Was. You're going to wrap up, and then, you know, we'll, we'll start scouting here soon. Coming in hot next uh, Wednesday. Um, we got early goose, and so hit the ground running when I get home, and Try to find them again. Uh, so that's awesome. We'll see. Well, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Good. All right. Well, Ben, maybe we can perch you up wherever we're hunting. You, well, can watch you know, the truck. funny thing is, I was actually just thinking about it. I was like, well, I've got, you know, the, the interesting thing I have now is T I M E. So, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, if we just need to drive yeah. Ben to a field and just park him just on the corner with a pair of binoculars, park me in the shade. That's right. and I would love That's to right. live vicariously, which is what scout a field, the gift that I'll have for a while. That's oh, man. A, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, Rob. Can you drive, Ben? <laughs> well, I haven't really tried, but I don't, I'm not afraid. How does Kayla feel about driving you to a feed in the morning to watch? <laughs> I tell you what, that woman, she hadn't left my side yet, and I don't think she's going to for this, so we'll find out. Let's don't push our, let's don't push our luck. Yeah. We can, we can do our right. own scout. Yeah. Well, I can pick yeah. you up when I go out. How about that? She was out spraying yeah. food, food plots for me, so I think that this might, <laughs> this might be able, I might be able to sweet talk my way into this. That's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, well guys, I, Go ahead. I've got to run. No, I mean, I got to run. Good. So, uh, y'all talk as long as you want to, but I need to, I need to uh, gracefully bow out. You're good, yes, sir. I appreciate you, Spence. Look Thank forward you, man. to seeing you, buddy. All right, love you guys. Love you, too, buddy. Right. Thank you, bud. See you. All right. On that note, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Catch you next time. We'll see you on the next one.